Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Bible Code. What exactly does the number 19 mean in the Bible? And is there a correlation between the name COVID-19 and how the Bible defines the number 19? First, let us begin with the fact that the number 19 is defined in the King James Bible for faith. We will begin our study for the number 19 in the book of Hebrews, which just happens to be the 19th book of the New Testament. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verses 1 through 32, there are 19 groups of people mentioned that through faith and by faith overcame obstacles, death, and obeyed the voice of the Lord. For a list of these 19 groups, and to follow along in our study, go to www.dnainthebible.com and look for the title, What Does the Number 19 Mean in the Bible? How did all these individuals and groups accomplish what they did? You will notice two phrases that repeat, again, in the 11th chapter of Hebrews, and that is through faith and by faith. But I believe it is no coincidence that together these two phrases are found in 23 verses of the book of Hebrews. 23 is the number of chromosomes from the seed of a father. What is the main focus of the book of Hebrews? Well, according to GodQuestions.org, it is, the writer of Hebrews continually makes mention of the superiority of Christ in both his personage and in his ministering work. In the writing of the Old Testament, we understand the rituals and ceremonies of Judaism symbolically pointed to the coming of Messiah. In other words, the rites of Judaism were but shadows of things to come. Hebrews, the book that is, tells us that Jesus Christ is better than anything mere religion has to offer. All the pomp and circumstance of religion pales in comparison to the person, work, and ministry of Christ Jesus. It is the superiority of our Lord Jesus, then, that remains the theme of this eloquently written letter. Jesus Christ is the promised seed, and the word, according to 1 Peter 1, verse 23, is the incorruptible seed we are born again by. Hebrews is a book containing 13 chapters. In our study on the number 13, we discuss that Jesus Christ became the number 13 for us. 13 is defined for depravity and rebellion in the King James Bible. The purpose and theme of the book of Hebrews is to show that Jesus Christ fulfills the shadow of heavenly things seen in rituals and ceremonies of the Old Testament. So how did these 19 individuals accomplish what they did? Through the faith of Jesus Christ. That is why we see the two phrases by faith and through faith in 23 verses of the book of Hebrews. Through Jesus Christ, the promised seed, and through his word, not only are these 19 groups victorious in the obstacles and challenges they were presented, but it is also how we can succeed in life. If you have been following our study on what looks to be a DNA code in the King James Bible, this will be one more confirmation of this unique and supernatural design. For those new to this concept, I encourage you to read our last two lessons, starting with what is the Word of God. Now let's look at three scripture verses that have exactly 19 words, starting in John 3, verse 3. Keeping in mind 
that the definition of 19 in the King James Bible is faith. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. There were 19 words spoken here. And what happens when a man is born again? He receives the faith, that is, the Holy Spirit. John 3, verse 6, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Again, 19 words. Again, pointing to the fact when we are born again, we receive the faith of Jesus Christ. Luke 16, verse 31, And he said unto him, If you hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. There are 19 words spoken here by Abraham. If you have not faith in the words of Moses and the prophets, you will not believe Jesus Christ who rose from the dead. Why? Because the prophets spoke of him. Let us look now at Matthew chapter 13, verse 21. Yet have he not root in himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. This is not having root in what the word has to say. Another word is not having faith. Root is found in 19 books of the Bible. Let us now turn our attention to Romans chapter 1, verses 29 to 32. You might be familiar with this passage of scripture. We've talked about it before. Here you will see 23 things listed for death. If you are of the first Adam, these are the actions that you will be performing and doing. Interesting, the 19th action is without understanding. All actions are worthy of death in this list, but without understanding is specifically being without faith. I'd like to direct your attention now to what the 19th book of the Old Testament happens to be. There is a book of the Bible that is a collection of prayers, adoration, and thanksgiving to God, and the book is the book of Psalms. But did you know Psalms is a 19th book? In this book, the reader comes for comfort during times of trouble and to encourage one's faith. This book contains more material on the second coming of Jesus Christ than all four Gospels combined. The 19th chapter starts with, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. The first six verses in the 19th chapter of the book of Psalms testify of God's creation and the wisdom and knowledge of the Creator that speaks to all kindreds and tongues throughout the world. But what follows this is where I would like to direct your attention. In verses 7 to 9, six things are listed that pertain to the Word of God. Of these six descriptive phrases for the Word of God are six descriptive words explaining the attributes of the Word of God. Let us look at these and see, for one, if there is a DNA code, and two, how this all points to faith. Again, Psalms 19, verses 7 to 9. The law is perfect converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. 
the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. If you take the words perfect, sure, right, pure, clean, and true, which is from the six phrases we just mentioned, and plug these words into pure Bible search software that you can find on this site, you will see that they are found in 23 books of the Bible. What are these words describing? They are representing the six titles for the Word of God. Those titles are the Law of the Lord, the Testimony of the Lord, the Statutes of the Lord, the Commandment of the Lord, the Fear of the Lord, and the Judgments of the Lord. All these words describing the makeup of the Bible and who is the Word? The Word is Jesus Christ. The Word is God, as according to John 1, verse 1. Oh, and by the way, the phrase, the Word, is found in 23 books of the New Testament. It is through the Word that we are born again and where faith originates. Furthermore, if you have been following the lessons so far, and know that the number 14 is defined for salvation and redemption in the King James Bible, is it any coincidence there are 14 verses in chapter 19 of the book of Psalm? But there is another book of the Bible that reveals the eternal consequence of where we place our faith and the repercussion of putting it in the wrong person or things. The book is Revelation. And that is where I'd like to direct your attention to the 19th chapter of Revelation and how this chapter also points to faith. Where we place our faith will ultimately decide our eternal resting place. If our faith is in Jesus Christ, we will be forever with him. If our faith is in our government, ourselves, or anything apart from the finished work on the cross, that individual will spend eternity atoning for their own sins. We have an advocate with the Father for the penalty of our sins. Belief in Jesus Christ's finished work on the cross makes us clean before the Father and as if we never sinned. Chapter 19 of Revelation reveals a couple of things regarding faith. For one, the great whore is judged, the marriage supper of the Lamb occurs, the second advent of Jesus Christ returning to earth to bring his bride and to destroy the governments of Antichrist. In this chapter, there is only two camps present. And what I mean by that is there are two belief systems. Those who are the bride in this chapter and those who are being judged. In verse 19, we see the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered to make war against Christ. They have placed their faith in Antichrist. We also see the armies of heaven riding in on white horses behind Jesus Christ. This is his second advent coming back to earth to judge. And we, as his bride, will accompany him. The result of this war is destruction with the beast, false prophet, and all who received the beast's mark and worshipped his image. They will be cast alive into the lake of fire, and the remnant will be slain. I ask, where you place your faith determines your eternal abode, heaven or hell. Where are you placing your faith? Compared to our other studies on numbers such as 5, 13, 14, and 21, 19 is small. 
we are helpless to accomplish anything without the faith of Jesus Christ. Getting back to how the COVID-19 crisis and the number 19 are related, they are both based in faith, are they not? Where are you placing your faith? Is it in a jab? Is it in the word? I see the beast system setting itself up, and as Christians witnessing the spirit of Antichrist and the spirit behind the mark of the beast reminds and prompts us that our time is short. If you want to achieve something for God, now is the time. If you've been delaying speaking to a friend or family member about salvation, now is the time to be comfortable in the uncomfortable and do something that will last the test of time. I heard a phrase, only what is done for Christ will last. This world is heralding itself toward two camps, those saved by God and those who will worship the works of their hands. There is nothing new under the sun, the Bible says. If people worship and serve the works of their hands when departing from God in the Old Testament, that is precisely what will happen in the time of Jacob's trouble. In summary, it is incredible to see how numbers in the Bible can jump off the pages of Scripture. Satan knows how God defines numbers in the Bible, and to be like the Most High, he will use those numbers in a twisted and perverted way. We saw this in our study at the number 14. But there is another time in American's history where we saw the perversion of biblical numbers used, and that is 9-11. 11 is defined in the Bible for judgment. Interesting that the twin towers were in the shape of 11 on the 11th day. We live in a world controlled by Satan. Consider Luke chapter 4. If this statement were a lie, Jesus would have corrected it, but he did not. It reads, And the devil taking him up into a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will I give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Remember, numerology is the perversion of Bible numbers, fortune-telling the perversion of prophecy, and astrology the perversion of astronomy. Remember, we live in time separating the sheep from the goats. What camp will you be found in, and whose faith will you possess, the spirit of fear or the spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind? I look forward to next week when we will continue our study on the Bible Code.